You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. Let's break it down with a great friend of the program, DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. So, DJ, a week ago we talked about the notion that the Falcons were fortunate to escape with wins at Chicago and Detroit. Did that catch up with them yesterday in part because of the injuries at the receiver position? Yeah, that, that's part of it, man. I, uh, well, I, I think not having some of those key guys in there that uh, bring a lot of production to your, especially your offensive unit, uh, it forced Buffalo to play the, their defensive style a little bit differently. Having Julio, a big-body guy in there, having Muhammad Sanu, a big-body guy in there as well, uh, teams tend to play off a little bit. And once those two guys are out the game, they went straight two-man coverage or they went some type of man-robber coverage, and they were just pressing the guys and forcing them to win at the line of scrimmage, and they weren't really winning. So they put a lot of pressure on Matt Ryan, put a lot of pressure on that offensive line because they were getting some pressure. Uh, but at the end of the day, injuries happen. That's part of the game, and those guys had to step up. But the only the other big part of the game was getting turnovers. You know, uh, this is the second time, well, second week in a row. Uh, I think now the Falcons are, are minus six now in turnovers in the last two games. Anytime you have that many turnovers, it's going to catch up with you. And, and this ball game, it, it did, but it – at the end of the day, they still had a chance at the end of the ball game to win it and have a chance. So uh, it almost worked out again, but sometimes you just can't hang on to those type of uh, games all the time. And of those turnovers, uh, you see Matt Ryan with five interceptions in two weeks. I mean, I don't want to say it's uncharacteristic, but you've been around Matt. Uh, you've been there with him for some time. Uh, you've seen him in practice. When you see him get, I'll use the word rattled, like this, does it affect him to the point where it starts carrying over into weeks to come? Or does he all of a sudden, he has a short-term memory and the capabilities of snapping right out of it and getting back on the foot that we know he's capable of being on, which is a good one, and playing like on an elite level? You know, Corder, I, I don't think it, it phases him as much. Uh, I've known Matt for uh, almost 10 years now, and this guy has the mental capacity of a guy who has been playing for 15, 20 years. I mean, he just... He does allow a lot of stuff to rattle him. He's a very competitive guy. And to be honest, the, the last couple of interceptions have been uh, interceptions where guys were getting tipped balls, and it's not like they were badly overthrown or, or plays like that. Uh, but it, it does, as a quarterback, you've been there, I've been there, even when you throw a couple of interceptions and they're not your fault, they still somehow, some way, they enter your brain and you think about them. But uh, just hearing them talk after the game, uh, talking to him throughout the week, he's a guy that he understands that things happen, but I don't think this is something that will uh, be an issue for him going forward because he's one guy who's probably tougher on himself than any coach or any uh, media fan person can be on him. So he'll get it corrected and make sure uh, he tries to cut down on those penalties. But five in two games is hard to overcome and win ball games at that. He's Cordell Stewart. I'm Brian Weber. Going around the league with DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback, now that we've established who we are, we're not Mike Pereira, we're not Dean Blandino, but we have eyes, and you and Cordell played quarterback. DJ, what'd you make of what I'll deem a marginal call on the Matt Ryan fumble, taken back for a touchdown? We can break it down frame by frame. To me, it looked like his arm was coming forward. Yeah, you know, I'm sure Cordell will agree with me. B-Wave, you, you play QB, you will agree with me. We will never say it's a fumble. We will always say, you know, I always going forward. Uh, but, you know, watching it so many different ways, it's, it's, 
one of those things where you think his arm was going forward and they say the ball was starting to move out of his hand and he didn't have a full grip on it. it. It's one of those plays that could go either way. And it's kind of similar to what happened last week versus Detroit where it looked clearly like, you know, his, his knee was down and he had the correct call. But we've seen it week after week, year after year, where that call has, you know, stayed the same or has been overturned or whatever it may be. So it, it's one of those calls that I think it depends on – where you see it and how you see it as far as the ball coming out of his hand. Is it clearly out of his hand? Uh, I really thought that it wasn't a fumble uh, at the time, but uh, I've been wrong before. Well, I'll tell you what, it, it was very questionable, and um, I was looking at it actually on my – while watching in the game, but having a chance to look at it on my laptop. You know, the ball moved in his hand. He didn't have total control, but his arm was going forward because of – Right. I would say the force of the player that was making the tackle and the ball just came out with no spin on it, so it looked like a fumble. I thought it was going to go the, the Falcons' way because they're at home. It was one of those things that you just give it to them while they're at home. But you know what? <laughs> they didn't. But here's my question, and I think one that really needs to be addressed because they don't talk about it enough. Julio Jones, he is probably the most injury-prone receiver in the National Football League. Every year, it's either the toe, it's either a hammy, it's the quad, now it's the hip flexor. How long can these injuries continue and he still maintain being as effective as we know he can? When will this, you think this, this trend of playing great football will slow down just a little bit? Because Sanu may be out for two to three weeks, and now it's just Julio Jones with the injuries that we know he already have, and now right. here it is a hip flexor, flexor of all things because of how he aggressive. He, how aggressively he runs, he needs his hip flexors to be very much so in shape. Yeah, Cordell, it's one of those things that you look at Julio Jones and you, you talk about him being arguably one of the best receivers in the game, and the only thing that comes back to Julio Jones are the injuries. And it's, it's, a, it's a really good statement on can you depend on him throughout a year. And over the past three years, he's been a guy who's been prone to miss three or four games here, two or three games there. And lucky enough for the Falcons, they have the bye week this week, so they have some time to get guys back. And just listen to Coach Quinn talk after the game. He said Julio wanted to come back in, but he didn't feel he can be as explosive as you just talked about, a guy who really, really runs after it really hard. Uh, but not having Julio Jones out there was a big, big part of this ball game. And hopefully this is not a, a lingering issue that goes forward throughout the season because – uh, you, you get into two weeks when you play against Miami and it's just Julio and Sanu's out and he, you know, somehow re-injures that hip flexor, you're back in the same issue with everybody else. The other receivers are 5'8 and below or 5'10 and below, whatever it is, and not the big body guys as he is, and they're just going to double Julio. So it's an issue that I think the Falcons definitely – uh, think about, but hopefully it's something that won't linger going forward for the rest of the year. Don't worry about Miami. They haven't been able to move the football in two weeks. We're spotlighting <laughs> what went down DJ yesterday with our pal. Yeah. Yes, we know it's a week-to-week league. DJ Shockley, the former Falcons quarterback. DJ, we were just talking about the major defensive liabilities in New England. I know you spent a lot of time studying the Patriots, getting ready for the Super Bowl matchup last year. Are we just being intellectually lazy to say, hey, it's Belichick, Patricia, they'll figure it out, or is there a real problem in New England? No, they got a real issue, uh, especially on the back end. Uh, just just watching the way they communicate on the back end, the way they try to talk through certain things, and uh, just watching uh, the game yesterday with, with them versus Carolina. There were a couple issues in the game where they had nothing but simple motions or simple shifts, and uh, guys were getting confused about who they had, and they had – three, four, five times where guys were running wide open 
this is not something that you just say, okay, they'll they'll figure it out later on. You got Tom Brady, they're gonna score points. They're giving up thirty plus points a game. And as good as Brady is, you can't expect that to happen every single week. So they have an issue uh defensively that they have to get solved and they have to go to the drawing board right now and uh, I don't know, they just gotta go and look at themselves in the mirror, watch the watch the tape and make it a hard hard watch and call some guys out and guys have to be uh, talk about this because if not, this is going to be an issue going forward. And regardless of how good your offense is, you're giving up that many points, uh, it's going to be tough to win a lot of ball games. Speaking of giving up 30 points a game, let's talk about who's putting up over 30 points a game, the, the L.A. Rams. When you watch them now, last year at this point in time, they were 3-1. and one. This year, they're 3-1 and one again. Does it look different to you how this team is actually playing from a defensive standpoint? and especially on the offensive side of the football as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it's night and day. I, you look at the success they're having. Uh, obviously, last year uh, you heard Todd really talking about he felt like he's playing in a, a middle school offense and Jared Goff hadn't won a game yet, and now you can see him throwing it around a little bit more. He's more accurate. Uh, you hear him talking about getting the ball out of his hands a little bit faster. Uh, the defense looks the part. They're flying around. They're creating turnovers as well. This is a, 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 a team that looks a lot better than it did last year. And having the fact you have a quarterback that is doing a good job of taking care of the ball and they're spreading it around and they're putting Gurley all over the place. You, you saw, I saw him catch a touchdown uh, in the air. They go 30, 40, 50 yards on, on a touchdown. They're doing a lot of things to be successful offensively. And they're not trying to make golf do everything and win the ball game for them. And then you line up and you play good defense. DJ, great information as always. Stay healthy. Feels like there's some injury bug floating around Atlanta. I just want to make sure you remain 100%. I'm good, man. You know, I I, I do my yoga, so I'm, I'm good to go. I'm all right. Oh, nice. Hey, DJ. Is it the Diamond Dallas Page yoga? <laughs> no, I'm playing around. There's no DJ. yoga. <laughs> DJ, take your time, man. Take your time. Shake it off, all right? Shake it off. Hey, DJ, as we say goodbye, I know you have 19 jobs. Do you have just a couple minutes to help Cordell because he's dabbling in prep football and it's not working out offensively? Hey, I'm over there at North Atlanta, bro. We just got our backs blowed out by Alpharetta, 35-7. to 7. Can you believe that? Good God of mine. Come on, man. Come on. Come on, Cordell. But they're good, bro. Y'all, y'all, y'all got to go with that. Y'all got to do better. That's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. You're right. I've been saying it all the time. It's real ridiculous. See, Webb, right. help him out, man. What, what are you doing wrong? I've tried to. Webb helped me out. I learned a lot from Bill Walsh, but he won't listen to me, DJ. A whole bunch of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, DJ. DJ laughing at that one. All right, fellas. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.